darling Lean Girls and welcome to another episode of the Lean Girl Fitcast, your place for motivation and mindset mastery on your fitness and fat loss journey. We are coming in hot this year with topics related to goal setting, how to reinvent yourself and how to have unstoppable motivation in 2024, which is going to be our next episode. But today's episode, we are talking goal setting. Now, this may either give you feelings of anxiety or you're like, actually, I'm about to turn off this episode because I'm not into setting goals for 2024. And here's the thing. We are about to redefine how we set goals that we can actually achieve. And as I'm saying this, you may be feeling like there was a, what do you call it? Proverbial eye roll that was happening in your head. But actually, I want you to stick with me because even if you have come through many years where you have not achieved any of the goals that you set out, this year is going to be different and I need you to believe it. And to ring in our 2024 Lean Goal goal setting session, we have my hunky husband, aka the Lean Girl's husband, Gillan Gork. That is the name everyone knows him by. We literally did an episode last week on labels and here you are <laughs> labeling me. You're proud of it. It's a label he wants to keep in 2024, if you know what I mean. Um, anyway, Gilan is going to bring his wonderful psychology and mindset and motivation tools into the mix. And we are going to set goals in a brand new way. By the end of this episode, you are going to feel so equipped and pumped to set your goals, goals that I know you are going to achieve in 2024. Let's start off, babe, by talking about the mistakes you and I have made setting goals in the past, because I know that we've made a lot. I'll start. Go ahead. Do you know what is always a fail for me? Is I have been an overachiever in the goal setting department. And I, know, I don't know what year it was, but one year, babe, me and you decided we were going to do it all in the first week of January. <laughs> we were eating healthy, we, but like, I can't remember what the eating part was, but we were training, we were meditating, we were reading like 4,000 pages a day. We were, I don't even, can't even recall all the things that we decided to do. And by like f February, we were exhausted and we were like, I think we should call in quits. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do, uh, I do have memories in the, in the recesses of it's my trauma. mind. It's trauma that you've tried to block out. But that has been a really common one. And I think with most people, they are on the one of two extremes. They either set goals that are totally unclear and realistic, or they, many people that I ask these days that I meet, I love asking people around the new year, like, what is your goal? Or do you have a new year's resolution? And more commonly than not, people tell me they don't have They any. don't have goals. In fact, I, what I found is that people actively say, oh, no, I, I don't do goals. Yes. It's interesting because w w when we don't know what to do, we do what we know. And what do we know? We know how to work. So often people start the year, and before even thinking about goals, they just start working. They just get into motion. And mm. it's like, well, hopefully something will work out or I'll get closer to something. Mm. And, and um, lacking no that clarity. And yeah. the story that a lot of people uh, either I read between the lines or they just tell me is that they've set goals in the past and they didn't feel that it added any value. In fact, they just often got disappointed. Uh, so it's a protective mechanism. But man, are you missing out 
on the power that comes from really effective goal setting. And that's what we're talking about today. Yes. And, you know, this, this applies for the new year, but I think throughout the year, I love to have like 90 day check-ins for my goals. I feel like 90 days is a great amount of time to actually do something meaningful. And also it's a short enough um, amount of time so that I can see the finish line. So having those little check-ins. So I would recommend that we're talking about goal setting now. Um, and perhaps it's an episode you revisit every couple months. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's maybe think about two different uh, or three different phases here, right? There's kind of pre-goal setting, then there's the goal setting, and then there's what happens after the goal setting. The follow-through. Exactly. So let's talk briefly about each of them. Cool. Um, one of the biggest mistakes that I'd made for quite some time was just getting straight into goal setting. Um, you know, I, I remember hearing again and again, write down your goals, uh, you know, think about what you want to achieve. And I would sit down and I think, okay, well, now I've got to think of what I want to achieve. And I just wasn't in the right mindset. The quality of the mindset we bring into our goal setting directly impacts not only the quality of the goals that we set, but also how we relate to them. Mm. So uh, the relationship we want with our goals, we want, it to, we want to feel excited by them. We want to feel that we have a sense of belief in them, that there's meaning behind it, that yeah. they feel purposeful. Mm -hmm. So there's a few things that we can do beforehand. The one thing is just to start free journaling, just to start writing. And what do you want to write about? Write about what you want. It's like that scene in the, um, the notebook. Where, uh, what do you want? What do you want? Well, I think you actually want to take it a step back. An exercise that I do, even before I get into what I'd like to achieve for the year ahead, is actually to reflect on the year that has passed. Yes. And you know that this is one of my favorite books of all time. It's called The Gap and the Gain, which is by, you're good with author Dan names. Sullivan. Dan Sullivan. Highly recommend it. If you're looking for a new year read, it is fantastic and like a total game changer for your mindset. But actually, when you sit down, it's always difficult to get started. But before you know it, reflecting on all the things you have overcome, all the lessons that you've learned, all of the hardships you didn't think you'd get through that you got through, um, the new friendships that you've made, how you've progressed in certain things, big and small, like coming off that energy of, damn, I'm actually not as bad as I thought I was. I actually achieved a whole lot. Um, is a beautiful place to start um, before we even get into, okay, what's next? Yes, and uh, thank you. I, I started on step two, actually. Uh, yes. But you're absolutely right. Step one is looking at the year that's passed and everything is a win, even the lessons that we learned through setbacks. And one of the big things that that does for us as well is to just reinforce for us that, hey, we actually can figure stuff out. That yes, there were unexpected things that happened in the past year. And you know what? I figured it out. Mm. So yes, it's about getting into that winning mindset. Success breeds success. So absolutely, step number one, look at the past year. all the win And no win is too small. Yeah. Write down every single little bit of progress. Every little thing that you gained. Every little insight. Every little win. Every little cool, unexpected thing. Any serendipitous 
hmm. byproduct of silver lining. Yes, every yeah. silver lining, everything. Because even when you realize, oh, that was a silver lining that I didn't even expect, you're realizing that, hey, whatever happens in the next year, there's going to be more silver linings. Yeah. Those count too. So once we've got that expansive mindset, uh, we can we can expand it even further by going into the into the next step. And when I talk about just free journaling about what do you want, uh, uh, w- the one thing to do with it is to suspend knowing how you're going to achieve it. Okay. At first, we're just talking about big thinking. What do you want? And when we say what do you want, think about your values. Think of which our values are how we want to show up in the world. So what do we want that's aligned to um, the things that we find most purposeful and meaningful to our values? And so this is just a really great exercise um, to just journal what do you want? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to be? What do you want to feel? What are the mm. kind of things you want to think? Mm. Just get it all out of you. You're just emptying it. You're just getting everything from inside of you onto paper. And just that process alone doesn't just help with the kind of ideation, but you're actually getting your mind around. you like... Imagine that new ideas, a goal is in the same way, is like a new idea is like, is like dots that connect. So what we're doing is we're just putting all the dots down. Mm-hmm. And then when the goal setting time comes, we're going to start connecting dots. And there will be dots that connect that you didn't even realize that just came from those two exercises that we've just mentioned here. Mm. I love that. And I, and I think in this way as well, we, we may have a lot of ideas about the goals that we want to achieve. And I think this will be getting into the next step is also to simplify and think, okay, I have all of these things that I want to do and don't make the mistake that Angie and Gulan made by going after so many things that you actually do nothing. So I I also love doing that exercise. And I think it also, there may be some that are interlinked. So the various goals may work well with it, like between one another. Um, And I think getting them all down can also then make you start circling you know which are the ones that really stand out to me um it's kind of like what are those puzzles when you're like which word do you see first um <laughs> well we're not we don't even have to get to the goal setting stage yet there actually is one more thing that i want to mention okay. which comes just before we start with the circling things and choosing goals and um and we'll talk a little bit about you know certain uh, factors or variables for those goals but the final thing is to get into a mindset where you already feel totally complete, fulfilled, happy, a deep happiness inside, contentment, Mm. self-love. You mentioned that we've had times where we've just like totally shocked the lights are like, we're going to do all of this stuff. We like just set our goals so, so high. And I know for me, I can speak only for myself, uh, for maybe it was different for you, but for me, the times that I've set unrealistic goals is when two things have been present. The one is if I'm feeling like I'm not I like I'm not good enough and I need to prove myself even just to myself. And number two is thinking that when I achieve x y or z then I'll feel really happy. Then mm. I'll feel okay inside. Mm. And so therefore the sooner I achieve that the sooner I can feel happy. And then it's like just not giving myself the time that certain goals need. And then just getting burnt out and exhausted and and it's just it's exhausting even just chasing stuff to that extent. Yeah. You're not living you're always just living now, for that future happiness that never comes. Yeah. Exactly. It's the sprint. The sprint happens right out the gates when we are under the delusion that that goal will bring us happiness. 
So the faster we get there, the better it is, exactly. which we know is a lie. And in previous episodes, we've spoken about how impatience um, or a sense of desperation and relying on something outside of ourselves, a certain goal, that we feel that that's, when we get that, we'll be happy. And then we start to become impatient because we want to get there sooner. Um, and we land up actually self-sabotaging in that way. So, you know, we're driven when we make goals, we're driven by two emotions. All goals come from either love or fear. Mm. So if you're making a goal, and maybe it's the same goal, by the way, yeah. but your relationship to it is different. But often I know that if I'm feeling um, like I'm not good enough, if, I've, if I fear that... Um, you know, I, I'm, if I've got like a scarcity mindset, like if I don't have this, then I'm not going to be okay. Uh, when I get this, then I will be okay. Well, let's talk about fat loss because that's going to be a goal that a lot of the girls listening will have for 2024. So what does fat loss look like in those two different contexts? Well, thinking when, I, when I'm at this weight, when the scale has this number on it, then I'll feel okay inside. And what we've spoken about at length in, in previous episodes, I mean, even back to episode one. So if you've not gone, if you've not heard them from the beginning, I, I really suggest it. Where we really break down why when we have that mentality, that expectation that we will be happy when we achieve that scroll on the scale, it never comes. Because when we get there, it's the next thing and the next thing. Because it's that pattern of thinking that's wrong, the relying on external circumstances or events, whether it's a, uh, attaining a, something material like an object or a relationship or an activity or a certain state of mind uh, or a certain weight on the scale, our happiness it cannot be found in external things. It is the seeking of external things in all those forms. And that seeking, that desire, that thirst, you know when you're captured by that feeling of thirst, like I need that? Mm. That is the very thing that is making you unhappy. Right. And so for, for that reason, when we give up that seeking, we're able to feel okay in the moment. And to find, uh, when we give up that seeking, we actually find all that this moment, this very present moment, all that that has to offer. Suddenly we realize how much happiness is already, not only in the moment, but that's already inside of us. Mm. That's no longer obscured by seeking. And so when we then set this goal of wanting to get lean, from a place of love, that will look very different. That would look like I want to do this because I want to be the best version of myself because I deserve that and because that is going to enable me to live a life of purpose, to show up with more energy and vitality versus I need to get this number because then I'm going to be happy. Exactly. Right. It's like if you want to hit a certain number on the scale, for what reason? Is it because you think you'll be happy when that happens? Or is it because you have a, a purpose in life and having a fit, healthy body um, is, is what you want to have? Because that's, you, you, you want to have longevity. You want to be able to be active, to have vitality, to be able to do your life's work. These are very, very different uh, um, ways of, of thinking. And it could be the same number on the scale, um, but in the one instance, you're dependent on it to feel okay inside. And in the other case, you already feel okay inside. And in fact, that is what is giving you the motivation to, to achieve it. So what we're saying here is when you are about to sit down for your goal setting session to assess where is this goal or what is the goal driven by? And again, the goal might be the same, but I think this is going to impact your approach, right? Yes. And how 
quickly and urgently we need to achieve this versus cool this is the direction that I want to go in this year this is something I want to work toward from a place of wholeness and love and yeah exactly peace all right so that's the mindset piece and I know that the girls love a practical hack and this is what we promised them for this episode as well so looking from a practical perspective which I think is going to be step three is how do we then go about setting goals differently that we actually feel like right I can do this I can achieve that so we've spent a lot of time on that, the pre-goal stuff, which is really important because we want to have the right mindset coming into it. This is a big step that a lot of people miss out. Really important. Mm. When, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about the actual goal setting. Uh, a lot of people have heard of things like setting SMART goals, which stands for goals that are very specific, um, goals that are measurable, that are actionable, that you can actually take action to do, that are um, reasonable, yeah. Right. So it's as opposed to being unreasonable or realistic is another word that people use. And that is time bound that, you know, when you're going to achieve it. Right. Yeah. So smart is the is the acronym usually used. So you want to go back and, 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 and think about those variables, those factors to that makes a really robust goal. Yeah. But then a lot of people stop there and it's like they don't know, well, what should I do next Monday? And without that clarity, people just remember when we don't know what to do, we do what we know and we right. just fall back into old habits. So the question then is, once you know what your goal is, you need to work out what are the habits you need to form to be able to over time get closer and closer and closer and then eventually hit that goal. Yeah. And this is where um, this whole topic of streaks, not streaks as in taking off your clothes, although that can be fun as well, (laughs) Uh, but um, uh, this whole habit of streaks, you know, you've done gamification before on apps when, you know, you're meditating and each day you're getting another streak, right? a lot of the reading apps do that too. You know, you've been read for however many days in a row. And so in a nutshell, the concept of streaks is some small daily practice that is moving you in the direction of your goal. So you know exactly what those micro goals are or those micro actions are that you want to take each day. And the point is to not break the streak. Exactly. That comes from Jerry Seinfeld, by the way, where he had a term that he, uh, where he said, do not break the chain. A young comedian asked him, how does he come up with such amazing comedy? And he said that every single day he makes sure that he writes a joke. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad, but he's got a calendar on his wall and he's got a pen and he marks off with an X every single day. And his whole thing is, he tells himself, do not break the chain. So there's never a day that there is not an X that he hasn't written. And so this is about streaks because if you know that you've done something, um, you know, for 251 days and you've been building that streak... What are the chances that on the 252nd day, you're going to then not do it? Yeah. Versus if you're just not measuring anything and any day, it doesn't matter whether you do it or not, it, nothing's really being measured. So this is the power of streaks. So streaks is, yes, having those micro goals, so it's daily goals. Um, you know, when it comes to New Year's, we think, oh, this is my New Year goal. But what about having a daily goal? That's a lot more practical, right? right. And so at the end of that day, it's about marking off that, you, that you've done it. So the measurability or the, uh, uh, actually measuring daily is what makes streaks uh, really, really powerful because we have in us that we don't want to break those streaks. Now, go ahead. So before we get into the bit of room for not needing to be perfect, because I think that that is something that people also fall into. So when they do break the streak... It's all uh, gone. Yeah, no, they're like, screw it. I'm never <laughs> doing it again. 
So, and before we get into that, I just want to tie it back to, you know, so now we've done the process of we've created the right mindset. We've reflected on our previous goals. We've set new goals and we've now highlighted which things we really want to work on. And at this point, I also want to remind the girls to choose three bloody things, please don't try and do it all. Because I think no matter how great a goal, even if all the goals are achievable. If you try and do them all at once, it's often... Well, what would you say is the number one... Okay, this is difficult to ask because every person will be different. But I, like, I think it would be probably calories, just to know what your calorie budget is. If right? you know what your... Cal- if your goal is fat loss for 2024 and you had one goal to lose however, however many kilos it was, if you had just one thing that you focused on daily, it would be hitting your calorie goal. And so obviously tr- that could be tracking your calories or you could be using the tool like the kitchen coach who already has everything planned in for you. But the number one thing would be tr- hitting that calorie budget. And so now bringing streaks into this, and I think it would be great to use the example of tracking our calories. Um, if you actually had to get out a big calendar and you had to mark off how many days you were successfully in a deficit, sometimes we're under the delusion that we're doing it all the time. But actually, when you have to do that daily check-in and then you look at your calendar for the month and you see how many days was I actually consistent, its picture looks a whole lot different to what it looks like in your mind. So I love this concept of streaks. And so just taking it back to if you do have, let's say, three goals that you really want to focus on for 2024, you then want to unpack that into what daily thing can you do that's going to just move you a micro inch toward that goal, right? And that's going to be the thing that you want to streak on, right? Absolutely. And we also need to be cognizant that uh, sometimes we want a little bit of flexibility as well. So what I'm about to share with you comes from my friend, Rich Mulholland. He shared it with me when he, when I was interviewing him uh, on a podcast a little while ago. And um, I, I love the way that he put this together. He said that, uh, you can tweak this, by the way. This, this is what he shared with me. He said that for him, if he gets five out of seven days in a week, where he has had his victory condition has been met. So in this case, it would be being in a calorie deficit or just being under or hitting your calorie budget. So five out of seven days is a successful week. And so he would would be tracking each day. And then he had another uh, uh, page where it was like week one, successful. And then the next week, if it five out of seven. So if you happen to miss one day or if you know you got a party and you got to move things around, you got that flexibility. If four, if sorry, if three out of four weeks of a month, or if the month has five weeks, if four out of five weeks are marked successful, then that is a successful month. And if 11 out of 12 months are successful, it's a successful year. Mm. I love that. Yeah. And I think it does add the practicality into it to say we know that we aren't going to hit the calorie budget every day. And you know what? That's okay. As long as we're doing let's whatever your condition is five out of the seven days or six out of the seven days um and again maybe it even means you're tracking your calories but maybe you have a day or two where you go over and that's also okay uh, because we know that accuracy is key so i think just going back to things i would focus on if my goal was fat loss for 2024 i would say my three things would be hitting my calorie number smacking that protein goal And then getting some kind of movement in every day. And I think if you consistently focus on those three things, like there's no way that you're not going to get to the end of 2024 with a rocking bod. 
Um, so yeah, just bringing it back to the practicality. And so in summary, give us the three steps when we're sitting down to do our goal setting. Right. So, so before you do your goal setting, do a year review of all your wins and everything that you've learned. Then write down everything that you want before thinking about how you're going to achieve it. So suspend the requirement to know how. And then make sure that you're checking in with yourself and realizing, even going back, if you need to, to our past episodes where we talk about how to have that sense of completeness, fulfillment, self-love now and not be dependent on external goals in order to feel okay inside. And so from that mindset, you're going to set amazing goals that are aligned with your values, that feel meaningful, and that are really aligned to that kind of wholesome, that wholesomeness. You're not going to overshoot and you're not going to undershoot. Um, then you're going to go into your actual goal setting where you're going to make sure that your goals are specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to break those goals up into daily, literally daily. So if it's a year goal, break it up. Well, this is where I want to be every month, therefore every week, therefore every day I need to do this. And then put a calendar up on your wall, get a big black or red marker, and you're going to mark off the successful days. You're going to also then have a page stuck on the wall that's just got 52 weeks that you can cross off the successful weeks. And you have a, one other page that's got 12 months that you can cross off the successful months. And in doing that, you're developing your, um, your habits. And that, it's the habits that uh, really gets the results. Yeah. So I hope that you love this episode. I hope you're going to put all of this into practice and have fun and enjoy setting your goal setting for 2024. We will see you back here next week for a little chat on motivation and how to keep it fired up 2024 long.